If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Finally, a movie that shows the dangers of Alzheimer's research. (laughs) We saw Deep Blue Sea, so you know what that means. What's the nigga grow baby in his belly? Rock a rhinestone vest while ripping Justin to Kelly. Or maybe see a burlesque show with Nick Crow. And take a boat with speed to hitting cruise control. J-Man, Big Paul, and the beautiful June. Gonna take you from the goob all the way to the room. Ran the games of Street Fighter, helped to blow off steam. Just a sucker punch the odd life of Timothy Green. Sharknado, the birdemic, how we staying alive. They call it in the badass, and he's on the line. Cranking 88 minutes, cause they cool as ice. Cause a bad Jim Varney looking kind of nice. Paul and June getting literal. Jason is getting laid. June is making sure all the monkey shots getting paid. They judge a bunch of movies while they're making the grade. Here's a real question for you. How did this get made? Alright, everybody! Welcome to How Did This Get Made? Hello, people of Earth, and hello, people of Largo! We have a very uh, special and exciting show for you tonight. We saw the film Deep Blue Sea, and uh, we are here in front of a live audience in Los Angeles. And let me introduce my, my co-host right now. Please welcome Jason Manzukis. What's up, jerks? Very sadly, June Diane Rayfield cannot be here tonight. But we have, in her place, a How Did This Get Made All-Star. Please welcome Paul F. Tompkins! And our very special guest for the evening, please welcome Evan Goldberg!
Welcome. All of our dreams have come true. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Deep Blue Sea. Now, uh, Evan, you said that you have seen this movie how many times? Now, 21. <laughs> and uh, I, I know this is all to make fun of shit, but it's the best movie ever. <laughs> and I just want to be clear. Aside, guys. I just want to be clear. We didn't choose this movie because you love it. No. We chose this terrible, terrible movie, asked you to do the podcast, and you were like, wait, what? I love that movie. <laughs> I will defend it to the death here on this stage. <laughs> I mean, there are things to like about this movie. I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this movie on a mean, level. Do you mean like it's finite running time? <laughs> I think it and really the enjoyment that you have watching people that you don't like act then die. <laughs> Look, I'm a. If you want to really a watch a, a, a like an unlikable cast of characters meet. <laughs> Yeah, dismal ends. Yeah. This movie's for you. I think I honestly think this is like Final Destination. They came up with six cool deaths, and then we're like, now we'll make a movie. I was just gonna say that I'm a sucker for a good cook's tale. Uh, you know, whenever this is I the original see, uh, Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille, Under Siege, and Deep Blue Sea. That's right. My three, yeah. three of my favorite films. Under and Siege big, is another Night. one we might clash yeah. on. Oh yeah, well, that this, movie's this good. This is essentially like Big Night with Sharks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Big Night with Sharks. I like that. All right, so uh, <laughs> this movie opens up with something I never knew: that sharks uh, are attracted to blood or Syrah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the movie, but I'm going to agree with you on that one. <laughs> they love blood so much that if something looks like blood, they're like, oh, is that blood? I, may I say Please. the first three lines of the movie? Please, go ahead. Do you feel anything, says the girl to the guy. It's getting sexual. Right. It's, like and, a, it's like a make-out party on a boat if you haven't watched the movie yet. And he says... It's like two oh, couples fingering each other. Yeah. He says, oh, oh, I feel something. Right. Then turns to his buddy, and his buddy says, we're having a party. <laughs> We're just, we're just having a party in this obvious tank. <laughs> it made me so mad how obvious it was that it was a tank. Well, you are one of Hollywood's most famous uh, experts in tank technology. That's right. Uh, I, well, here's the thing. I have good tank dar. I can uh -huh. always spot a tank. In any water-based movie, I can spot a tank a and mile when you away. do, you are always in a movie theater like, Yep, absolutely. Well, and, and, absolutely. And, and that's all because uh, they were originally going to do Truman Show in real life with you, but you spotted the tank right away. That's right. Yeah. It's like, well, this is a tank. <laughs> um, well, the other thing about it was I did think it was just a couple making out on a boat. The reveal that it's a party was weird because they're kind of making out next to a boombox with a, a stuffed teddy bear on they, top. They, they have to one-up Jaws in every way across the board. So a couple? No. Swingers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> I was like, unlike Jaws, you see the shark in the first two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Full blown. It's like, there's no fucking around. It's like, here it is. Check it out. It's a oh, shark. In case you're worried this movie isn't about sharks, it's about fucking sharks. <laughs> Don't worry, we will not create suspense. You're going to see motherfucking sharks. Yeah. yeah. The credits aren't done, ding dong, who's there? Sharks. <laughs> the title, Deep Blue Sea, it's not a metaphor for anything. It's like, takes place in the ocean. This is a very direct film. Rennie, Rennie Harlan is not a subtle filmmaker. Every time I see a Rennie Harlan movie, there's which always is, a how point, often, which is, well, <laughs> more often than I'd like, Jace. 
but please come see our two-man show. And at a certain point, I will always ask myself, how much does English being your second language have to do with... Ask Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> I, th I think if you look at the movie through a lens of this is the polar opposite of an American, it all makes a lot more sense. <laughs> the, his, um, the other thing that I thought was weird right off the bat was, you know, there's a shark attack, the, you know, and, and the, they get saved by, uh, by uh, Thomas, a, Thomas Jane. And, uh, the but then they cut immediately to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. They're in Los Angeles, and uh, Samuel Jackson's there with Ronnie Cox. Like, Ronnie Cox <laughs> is like... A, a I would say a famous actor. Like, um, he's in Beverly Hills Cop, RoboCop, movies without the word cop in them. He's, uh, <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie Cox is an actor you would hire for more, for like a five and above part. Yeah. He has zero lines. He has zero lines. Yeah. He zero sits lines. in a chair yeah. like a wax statue. Sometimes and that's what, I, what the director needs, man. <laughs> what I found confusing about that was that to me, the silent guy in the seat would seem to me to be the guy with all the power. Yes. But yeah. Sam Jackson standing behind him appears to be the puppet master. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out what their dynamic was. Do you, do you think Ronnie Cox was a literal puppet? Okay. Now, now we're getting into something pretty interesting, June. What speech could Ronnie Cox have had that clearly that got it, cut out of this movie? That it was attractive enough to him that he took the yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. He was oh, like, well, as long as this scene's in it, I'm in. This is my Ned Badian network. Well, and then they're like, well, this scene would be impossible to take out. It's, it's what the whole movie's about. And then Randy Harlan is like, this movie's about nothing. Let's take it all out. I, I, have, I, have a, I have a slight theory on it, which is originally they offered the cook role to Samuel L. Jackson. He said no. And they want, and then they gave him like the boss role. I have a feeling that they just already had hired Ronnie Cox too, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you'll be in the scene. You're still there. You're you're co-bosses, and you just like command the room with your silent, stony presence." Ronnie Cox shows up to the premiere of Deep Blue Sea. Oh, I'm really excited. There, I I have a great scene with Saffron. Uh, oh. Oh, I gave a speech about uh, corporate greed and science gone rampantly wild. And... No. But this movie, does, for as much exposition is in this movie, and I would say the first 40 minutes, there's so much that I felt like I was in an SAT reading comprehension thing. Like, oh, yeah. What did, what did I miss? The, the, the blonde-haired doctor doesn't say one thing that isn't expositional until minute, like, 50. She has an entire walk-and-talk that is... Complete voiceover. It's all on her back. It's never... She is... And it is just... It might as well be a cutscene from a video game. She's like, here we are at level three. Level three is all workplace cabins and where you're going to be spending most of your time. Up on level two is where you're going to find guns and weapons and stuff. Level three has power-ups and an extra life if you can find it. When, 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 mission, when the sharks inevitably cut off level four, you're going to yeah. want to go to level five. <laughs> now let's get out there. She You're gonna need was, a sniper rifle. Well, you don't think it increased your enjoyment of the film when they got to level three? Like, oh yeah, level three, good. Yeah. 
I knew where we were going, bro. <laughs> this is good news for them. Did you also notice that she casually said it used to be a submarine torpedo loading station for World War II? Yes. Uh, that's that's like a throwaway go, moment. Yeah, like, no, that, that was in the hell. Like, it, it is just rapid fire. It's like every, every detail that you need to write a book report on uh, whatever it's called, Antarctica or whatever, uh, Can we, is in there. Aquatica, Aquatica, you mean? Aquatica, yes. Can we... <laughs> it's fucking logical. What else are you going to call it? Can we go back to uh, just the, the, that riveting boardroom scene for yes. a moment where Saffron Barrows uh, is trying to tell them how great it's going to be for Alzheimer's research and she talks about, she talks about her father having oh. Alzheimer's. Oh, it's the best. And she's, she's like, she's trying to shame these dudes. Because they have shut down her attempt. They're like, we're not going to, the shark escaped, we're, not, we're cutting this project off. Yeah. There's, cl- <laughs> There's clearly no value to it if a shark escapes. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> shark, there's millions of sharks in oh, yeah. the ocean. And by the way, with that, the, where are those people having that party on that very small boat? They must have been way the fuck out. You, yeah. you, hey. You've lived a shelter life if you've never gone out into the middle of the ocean That's and fucked two pretty, of your friends. Hey, how was, how was your double date last night? It was awesome. We got a couple of bottles of red wine. We spent seven hours in open water. <laughs> Brought our lucky teddy bear and our boombox. We laid anchor. We made out shark attack. Most romantic spot on earth, the old World War II torpedo loading station. Tom Jane so showed she... up. He shot the sharks with train guns. And seemingly, I, I, I rewound it a couple times because somebody put this out to me. Like, where is, where is that harpoon hooked to? It looks like his boat is not... Like enough to hold back. No, he's holding it with his muscles. A four thousand pound shark. No, though, he's right? Thomas fucking he's Jane. Tom yo. Jane, bro. I think originally he lassoed it. Yeah. <laughs> like we should probably go with Thomas Hoops. Jane, aka Carter Blake. Yeah. Carter Blake. Well, he is so, a Punisher. He is. <laughs> he's one In of the many. fraternity. <laughs> so she says. So so Saffron Barrow says to these guys. She talks about her dad and his Alzheimer's. Yes. And she says, every time he. He would just, like, ask where his wife was. And she says, every time I told him she was dead, I had to watch him take that info like a car wreck. <laughs> hey, 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 stop telling him that. That's what I thought. Why? Why is she groundhog daying him? Why? No reason to groundhog. Don't, don't keep telling him. Well, this brings up an important point. Just say, just say that she's out at the store. She's in the store. She's at the store. Saffron Burroughs, who this movie is ostensibly about, is the villain of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? She won't she's even. She's the worst. She she's like a relentless. So she's a terminator in this movie. She's a sociopath. She's like so self-absorbed and crazed. She completely and causes the death of every character yeah. in this movie. Absolutely. She's got to protect her floppy disks, man. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus 
with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, you choose your tone, and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. When she does strip down in that scene, it just yes. odd. So she's in water. She pulls... Like electrical, uh, like a line, which out is the like wall. made of fucking steel. Yes, and she just yanks it out of the wall like it's nothing. Well, it's, it's about a race of super strong people having to deal with sharks. She has the strength well, of a thousand has sharks. Crazy um, sociopath strength as well. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. But, they have a lot of adrenaline. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like she takes off her dress and then stands no, on it. No, no, she's dress. standing on her wetsuit because it's, it's insulated. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I'm never that gonna keeps... fight creatures in the water with you. All right, sorry, you're right. For, I, I didn't realize oh, why so it was insulated. Wait, why did you think she did it, June? <laughs> that my my theory. You, you were was... just like Harlan, you pervert. <laughs> That's the thing. My theory was, oh, you just want to get this girl in her brown panties, like, and uh, wait, but, yeah. but can just... anybody tell me would that work? If you stood on an insulated wetsuit and put electrical, we gotta so. get we gotta get MythBusters. Do they still do MythBusters? Ooh, Jamie, we need you from guys. MythBusters, we need you appear to appear. We do need we need like a week long. How did this get made? MythBusters. There's so many questions. Can you jump it's, over a fence like Vanilla Ice did and cool as ice? We need to know. I, I'm assuming for Fast Seven, we're gonna need to know: Can a car come out of a plane, go through a building, go into another building, and then go out of that building? Can and you blow I up would... birthday candles with your mind? <laughs> <laughs> they also go to a, 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 a way to kind of describe uh, Stellan Skarsgård. They're like, "Oh, there's Dr. Jim Whitlock." He's pissing <laughs> in Dr. the wind. Dr. Jim Whitlock. 
but he's pissing played, in the played wind. Played by Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, Dr. Jim Whitlock. <laughs> and, and, totally American. <laughs> I'm from Maine. <laughs> he's always a doctor, too. He's always, oh, yeah. always. Hey, hey, here, Here's the exact line. He is Dr. Jim Whitlock, the smartest man alive. <laughs> he's pissing into the wind. How smart can he be? And then they don't... Like, so you would think, like, all right, well, if he pisses into the wind, then he's sort of an eccentric... They don't really ever show that side of him. He just seems to smoke a cigarette oddly. I also noticed there's like there's a weird through line in the movie where he mentions how they did this, not God, then lights a cigarette and gets his arm bit off by a shark. Yeah. And this time, having seen it 21 times, I kept an eye. I think it's a weird religious thing, the movie. <laughs> wait, I wait, think wait, there's wait, like wait, a it, weird thing where it's like, don't, like, I think it's like an anti stem cell research film deep down. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like Alzheimer's research, don't go that way. Just yeah, let, let, yeah. Yeah, let it go. It's just like, yo, God wants fucked up shit to happen to those people. Sorry. <laughs> at the end, at, they're just out of luck. That's nature, dude. The best example of it is at the end, LL Cool J opens up one eye. It's like, you know, it's the devil, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know science is the devil. Yeah, like literally winking oh, yeah. at the audience. You know it's the devil, right? And, and it's like and has a, a cross on his on himself that is so big. But but it leads to the best part of the entire movie. Go for it. Yeah. What is it? When at, at a moment where you think he's gonna die and a shark has grabbed him and it's near the end and he's getting spun around and he's gonna die and his name in this movie is Preacher, by the way. He grabs his cross and starts stabbing the shark in the fucking face until he stabs it in the eye and gets away. Now, to, to this end... Do um, we think this shark might have been possessed by a devil? That was an exorcism scene. Was it an exorcism? Shark exorcism with LL Cool J, I'm in. The power of Christ compels you. That would have been amazing if, like, a, a demon came out of the shark, and then the shark was like, "I'm pretty cool now." I, 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 I would not now have I'm been just surprised. a regular man-eating shark. Well, to me, the most, the clearly the most interesting character, or the I would say not interesting, but the character that has yeah, any you sort of backstory is LL Cool J. He's maybe a former alcoholic, yeah. maybe a former preacher, yep. right? now a cook. Has this bird? Like, what's what is going on? His LL Cool J's relationship with that bird made me profoundly sad. Yeah. First of all, is the I I was it was not clear for a while. Like, is this his bird or just a bird he is saddled with in life? I thought that as who, well. Who Did insults anybody, him? Yep. Did anybody think maybe the bird was a figment of his imagination? <laughs> I mean, like, own, is, also, is there a bird? His own insecurities made manifest. We never see anyone else form. see and or yeah. talk to the bird. The, and the, the bird, bird, the bird, and the bird is, is bird. constantly yep. insulting him. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck you, you yeah. asshole, bird, you dumb shit. I'm going to yeah. just say this. The bird doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> That's it. The bird is just like some way in which he's cracked in his head and the bird is just <laughs> insulting him all day. And then other people are like, who are you talking to, Peach? And he's like, oh, it's my bird. You don't see that insulting parrot flying around here? <laughs> they, In a uh, kitchen? It, here's a movie fact. Oh. They had to hire one parrot that could insult and another one that could just chill. <laughs> they needed two different parrots for it. But any question you have about why did this happen, blank LL Cool J in yep. the film, I read online today that they just thought he was such a cool dude that they just were like, we gotta give him more because he's just such a team player. Absolutely. To the point where he became the star of the fucking well, movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
And to that end, good call. That uh, originally the hero of the end of the film was to be Saffron Burroughs, but no, which is the craziest screen. fucking idea in the world. Insane. You know, she ruined Alzheimer's research and killed all her friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she won. The bad guys win. It's like the shark winning at the end. <laughs> the uh, and the science of this, I'm sorry, the oh, science yeah. of this is very confusing because the idea is sharks. Brain activity never oh, yeah. deteriorates. Yes. Which has just been proven untrue this year. Oh, really? They can get cancer. They just found out this yes. year. A Deep Blue Sea exclusive, you guys. <laughs> Cancel the sequel. It uh, won't make sense. Um, so in order to, 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 to somehow benefit humankind, they stimulate the brains of the creatures that are already not having the problem. Right. So rather than extru- rather than extracting just extracting something from the sharks and studying it, they're like, let's just make these sharks smarter and see if they'll tell us how they do it. <laughs> like, what was the, what was here, the plan? Here, here is uh, just so you can hear the science. Because there's not much like this point gets dropped way late in the movie because you just understand that sharks are you're, they're doing Alzheimer's research with sharks, but they don't explain it until this part of the movie. And take a listen uh, to it. They aren't just breaking down doors for the sheer joy of it, are they? They're after us. Pretty damn obvious. We don't know what they're doing yet. Just what the hell did you do to those sharks? Their brains weren't large enough to harvest sufficient amounts of the protein complex. So we violated the Harvard Compact. Jim and I use gene therapies to increase their brain mass. Larger brain means more protein. As a side effect, the sharks got smarter. <laughs> Smart sharks. Look, if your brain gets bigger, you just get smarter. Well, this is my issue with the whole movie. If these sharks are smarter, then first of all, my thought was, would they even want to kill so violently? What do no. they care? Yeah. What are they mad about? Oh, oh, no, you guys didn't pay attention. They're trying to break structural integrity of the compound so that the fence lowers four feet from the eight feet it's at <laughs> okay. so that they can jump over the fence. I understand. Right. But right. I get that. So fucking concentrate on that and leave everybody alone. They need to trick the humans they to go learned, to compartment to compartment. They so they, they flood they the compartment. They learned it needed like 32 tons of water or whatever. Like, how did they even learn that fact? Like, Just they, bite through the fucking fence. So well, that's what the one guy was doing. It's made of a flexible titanium material, my friend. <laughs> Poor so, Michael Rappaport in this movie. Oh Michael boy. Rappaport is responsible for like... There'll be a scene that's like that, which is just nonsense, like jargony. This is what we did, the brain, and this and that. Yeah. And then in, in an effort to be like, I feel like people are like, oh, I don't know if the audience is going to be with us. They have to have Michael Rappaport be like, so she screwed with the sharks, and now the sharks are screwing with us. <laughs> so, I have no idea. So, dummy, if none of what she said makes sense, because she talks funny, I know. But I'm one of yous, and it means the sharks is coming after us because of this dumb broad. <laughs> you might as well mug to the camera and be like, ay, yeah, yeah. I bet I'm going to get eaten. I'm Michael Rappaport. 
I was saying that when watching this, I felt like we were on like in a Wes Anderson movie without the charm. Like it's a little yeah. ship and people it's are running. Life Aquatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then everyone's a little like. But I don't understand what he does at all, Michael Rappaport. Well, like no, I don't get he knows job. statistical facts about shit. <laughs> he spent. He's like the numbers Paul. guy because the the woman doctor tells them facts yeah. about like oh well the compound. Right. And then there's the doctor doctor who tells you the science and then right. he's like those fences are only eight feet. That's how I know all the That's shit what, I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I pay attention to But his he character. also went to Caltech. For four years. For four, four years at Caltech. And LL Cool J he knows gave, about him the, fences. gave him the best physics lesson. Gave him, gave him yeah. the Einstein quote. Oh. Theory of Relativity by LL oh my God. Cool J. I want that as a fucking poster in like college dorm rooms. Yep. It should be. That should be a famous phrase. And, and, and Einstein should lose the credit. Yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, you mean, the, you mean the frying help. pan hot woman uh, equation? <laughs> um, I loved that when they successfully take, extract the brain juice from the shark, <laughs> the way they're going to test it, <laughs> it's so stupid. All they do is like do an eyedropper and they just drop it on some brain tissue. Yeah. And it's like bzz, 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 bzz. And the brain tissue oh, like, working. And, and Sam Jackson says, what are we looking for? And she goes, yeah. lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And it's... then it literally looks like lightning. Yeah. They didn't even, there's no metaphor. They, like, she no. literally meant it's gonna look like lightning. I didn't see on lightning the in a bottle has nothing to do with something that you are searching for. Yes. You can't just throw in any old expression. Yeah, my yeah. 20 years that of research, the answer, yeah. no, lightning like, in a bottle. Lucky. We got lucky. We, yeah. got, we caught lightning in a yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm no scientist, but I'm going to say that... Now, June, I, are you sure you're not a scientist? I, I have a very small science background. A dead, <laughs> dead brain tissue... Yeah. DBT. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine it would get affected like that. It's... Cause like right, oh, like you no, wouldn't? you wouldn't, Paul. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Well, <laughs> major you... scientist Rennie Harlan says differently. <laughs> Ooh, we could do a remake where it also brings humans back to life and we throw zombies in. Oh, I would love that. Deep Blue Sea Two. Zombie sharks. Sure. <laughs> Someone's probably done that already. Uh, well, There's like ninety if, if sequels all the... to this movie, right? No, no, surprisingly zero. There's no straight to video sequels to this. No. That's well, there insane. is Deep Blue Sea U next Tuesday, which is <laughs> a a pornographic version right. of this movie. Right. It's a lot of shark fucking. I also... <laughs> the sharks are smart, and I know they keep on saying the sharks are smart, but the first person they go after is the cook, which seems like oh, yeah. that's... Well, I mean, they go no, after... People Dr. Skarsgård. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Jim Whitlock. Because he smoked a cigarette, I swear to you. <laughs> he smoked a he cigarette. He smoked a cigarette and died right away. It's yeah. again, that's science. Oh, yeah, Cigarettes right. are science. And it, that... Oh, we got to talk about the giant-ass Star Trek view screen in the bottom of the sub. This submarine station has more windows than anywhere. It's like... That's not a thing. His death scene... Stellan Skarsgård... Skarsgård? What is it? Skarsgård. Yeah. By the His, way, you'll be happy to know that uh, Spellcheck will correct Stellan Skarsgård to Stellar Skateboard. <laughs> Okay, so Stellar Skateboard's death scene is absolutely fantastic because his arm gets bitten off, he yeah. gets to be medevaced away. <laughs> when on the chopper, his, his, his arm has been bitten off, right? And then somebody on the fucking chopper goes, he's hemorrhaging. Yeah. What? Of course. Yeah. They're, of course, they're, they're in the chopper. He's yeah, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, his <laughs> arm is also gone. I yeah, think that's what's exactly. causing it. He's been de-armed. And then the and minute they showed that winch, I was like, uh-oh, we're going to have winch trouble. Yeah, that winch looks <laughs> old. Oh. Anyway, and what that, that chopper, by the way, is... got there in like four minutes. Oh, yeah. 
no other help comes throughout the entire movie. He falls, he gets close to the thing, and then they're like, uh-oh, the winch breaks, and he's like, and goes underwater, right? So, uh-oh, he's going to die. But no, they've given him portable breathing uh, oxygen yeah. in his mouth. So now he has strapped Hannibal Lecter to a gurney. Still breathing. The shark grabs him and just starts swimming him around underwater. And then smashes him into the window in front of all the people who love him. Yeah. And, and he's still breathing there because like, uh, yeah, like, and then and then uh, Thomas Jane's like, well, it's too late for him. It's like, no, he's alive and he's got a fucking breathing mask. Also, on. where are the rest of those breathing masks? I mean, this fucking thing is underwater, and there isn't a goddamn asthma inhaler they can use. They don't. This is they, would, they don't all need that breathing. Over the place. They are. They, they are all rotten with fire extinguishers. You'd be, you'd be mad. They don't have. Yeah, exactly. They don't have a scuba exactly. tank. They don't have jack shit for breathing. I will. They, they don't all, even have a fucking crazy. They only drop. use fire extinguishers to help propel them up. Yes. Right. But, that was uh, a good fucking idea. That was a good and idea. And it worked. It worked. But if the fucking sharks are so smart, four humans are going up and they go after the fire extinguisher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was Come that? on. They're oh. smart, but they're still just sharks. A human made of clouds. They turn on the fucking oven. Yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, to be fair, I think that was an accident. All right. <laughs> how but but how that, that, that scene is amazing where LLQJ... Accident? Accident, on it? accident, accident yeah. by applause. Actually, yeah. By intentional. Really? Can I now you this? You think the shark meant? You think the shark conceptually understood? He what wants the to was? He's been eating. Oh. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, shut, 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 shut. Up. It was somebody. Somebody yelled out. It was smart. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, wouldn't you want to eat a charboiled person instead of these raw people all the time? Well, it's just gonna gas him. If you want to really Wait, no. enjoy it, the you got you gotta light what a stove is. Even if it's smart, it, they can't process. Like, he doesn't oh, know he this has is a, a stove. He know. Wait, wait, wait. But you said the shark can't process. The shark understands that it takes. 32 tons of water to sink the thing. If they could understand that's mathematics. That's easy, that's like that fence. I need that to be lower. It's like coming upon like a box and being like, I bet this will heat up if I push a button. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with Jason on this because there's not like there's a window into the kitchen they've been watching to like learn. There what is a window are. in the kitchen. Because he looks at it and goes, oh, feeding time. <laughs> that's true, that's true. They've been watching him make that cake. Now, but also, what kind of fucking stove can withstand a 4,000-pound shark headbutting it? Yeah. The, shark's, the shark's abilities to smash things are varied. And I don't, know, I don't know if we were supposed to be able to tell the difference between these goddamn sharks. Or we were supposed to know, ah, he's, smart, he's, he's stronger than the other one. Because it takes, it takes four tries to uh, go through that boat hull in the beginning. It takes five tries... To go through uh, the oven. That's because you're talking yes. about the Gen 2s. Right. The Gen 3 right. is the uh, mother of the sharks uh, and it's significantly uh, bigger. That's, that's, that's the one that's defeated by a, a table, Gen right? Ones, uh, Towards the end. When Saffron Burrows hide yes. behind a table and the shark's like, ah. Yeah, goddamn pine wood. Sometimes the sharks are like, 
just utterly helpless. And then other times, like you might, they might as well be able to like breathe out of water and walk on their hind fins and be like, on, I'm gonna get you. On, like on that note, like I have a question for you guys. Did you think this would happen, which I did the first time I saw it, that at one point at the end, a shark was gonna say like, fuck you. <laughs> Didn't you think oh. they were going to talk at some point? Just I, like one line, like, I boom. Now that you say it, it would have been the best ending of the movie. Yeah. Like, if the, when, right before the harpoon went in, he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, just a big scream with its mouth open. <laughs> um, oh, a talking I, shark would have... That would have actually made this movie the best movie ever made. <laughs> If the last shot had been like a, a, a fourth shark being like, I'm gonna fucking get you. Like a real, just like badass shark. Speaking about the last things in it, it has the last best line to a film ever. Oh, yeah. Did anyone else I catch that line? I wrote what it is down it? Too. I can do it with you if you want. You, it's your show, you do it. No, no, no. I, I insist. You set him up for it. You say, you say Thomas Jane's line, I don't and I'll remember say, Thomas Jane's. Oh, oh, this yeah. is fun. That's. <laughs> So now these actors are preparing for their roles. All right, I'm, I'm Thomas Jane. into character. Are you right about that? That's the line you that want to say. His, okay. his right, is so just yeah. that last word. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. You're the, the, oh, no, yeah. That, sorry, that's LL. You're LL. Yes, the first one's LL. You're LL. Yeah, got it. Okay, ready, guy. Take me back to the ghetto. Amen. Cue LL Cool J song and out. Deepest, bluest. We're going to talk about that. Too. Oh my God! Yeah, wait, no matter what, yeah. when you leave yes, here, yes. watch the we're video. Gonna watch we're gonna watch it. Oh, we don't even we're have gonna, to leave. Yeah, we're gonna. I also want to talk about. Um, <laughs> I also want to talk about Samuel Jackson's speech about um, the avalanche. Oh, his, wouldn't that be a good have, movie? Do you have that clip? Oh, do you, you have that? that? I don't have the avalanche okay. clip. I have the, uh, the 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 famous scene. Yeah. Him, yes. Okay, but his speech, like, they, like they keep alluding to like. Are you the guy that saved all those people in the Alps? And he's like, yep, yep. (laughs) And then when they're all turning against each other, he gives the best fucking speech that could only occur in a movie whose greatest threat is some sharks, which is that he's seen an even greater threat, which was ice. He says, you think water moves fast? Try ice. (laughs) Try ice. It moves like it has a mind of its own. No, it doesn't. It, guy, bar- it barely moves ever. Guy, it's ice. It's wildly slow. It is shocking. It's kind of notorious for just kind of it's, being in one place. Yep. It was that made me laugh. For frozen, so frozen, if you will. Yes, frozen. It's like it's frozen. Like, yes. Yeah. Almost, almost to a standstill. Ice moving at let's say a glacial pace. That's, <laughs> uh, it's almost like it's got a mind of its own. I, I want Sam Jackson to make that fucking movie. <laughs> By the way, uh, we th- should write that. Uh, <laughs> all of us. I'll start a Google Doc tonight. I so do everybody feel like... just shout out your email address. <laughs> Paul will add it. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. 
Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I also just love the idea that this, uh, the, the reason why there's only like six people there is because it's the weekend yeah. that everyone goes home on the weekend. As a filmmaker, you know that was a budgetary issue. Oh, 100%. <laughs> to like party music. Everybody like gets on a boat and um, oh, what's, her, what's her name? Janice Soprano. Janice Soprano. John Turturro puts on music and everybody's like, we're dancing out of here. We're leaving the crazy what? boat. One of the people in that scene is Rennie Harlan. And if you go back, I tried to pull this clip, but I couldn't get it. It's, I would say this is all he does. He walks, just walks by. 
Right, that, that, that's as simple. Just does like a five feet walk. That's his Hitchcockian cameo? He had to do it 20 times. He, on the DVD commentaries that I had to do it over 20 times because I, I couldn't get it right. And, and he said that people told him that he should definitely stay behind the camera. He, he is just even walk. crossing frame. He doesn't have a line. I, he crossed was he like walking I've, I've, into I've the lens? I've, what I've, was he I've doing? Done You've done that? I've tried to put myself in some of our movies with a little walk-off, and everyone's just like, you fucked it up, dude. What is it? The pressure gets to you? Uh, no, I, cinematographer's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Definitely not my fucking fault. But was like Rennie Harlan walking into the frame and looking at the camera and saying, I'm Rennie Harlan. <laughs> Cut. Right. Did I get it? <laughs> I don't believe he, me. He, I don't he, believe anything I'm he doing. He saying cut right before he's out of frame. Yeah. And cut, I did it. What? No? Yo, okay. I got a random mind-blowing fact. Yes. Uh, so as I was watching the movie for the 21st time, uh, there's a scene where the glass breaks when yes. Stellan Skarsgård's body is thrown at it and the water pours in. And as I was watching it, knowing what I do about filmmaking, I was like, that's just Thomas Jane in that incredibly unsafe stunt. Right. And I looked it up, and it's all of them, and it was a mistake... And they literally fucked up and almost killed every single actor in the movie. And that was real, and they accidentally did it before the stunt guys... Three tons of water. Yeah, and they almost killed everyone. What what the fuck are you telling me? That shot where the water pours in, it's all the real actors, it's a mistake, and they actually are running for their lives. (laughs) They accidentally dropped three three tons of water. Can you imagine being the family member of someone (laughs) that was killed... In that dumb goddamn movie. <laughs> like, if you're Thomas Jane's grandma, you're like, oh, my son, my grandson was an actor. Uh, he was in Boogie Nights. <laughs> and they wouldn't be able to Fast and Furious 7 it. It just wouldn't right, come out. Exactly. It'd be over. Yeah, right. He was a Punisher. Oh, wow. You I know, it's sad. I, I mean, no disrespect. I'm sorry. I'm a massive fan. Thank God they Too were able soon, to guys? Fast it. Too soon? Get it together. <laughs> He'd be happy his movie got finished, and then, I'm going to be happy when it comes out. Absolutely. <laughs> so there. Uh, the one thing I will say, this movie seemed like plagued by mistakes like that. The other thing was the set got infested by crickets. What? So the entire movie is pretty much all ADR because they couldn't knock out the cricket noise. That explains so fucking much. Wait, what? Yeah. The That's set was shocking. In, yeah. The set was infested by crickets. They couldn't figure out how to kill the crickets. So that Can you happened. imagine just doing that day after day while there's constant cricket noise, knowing in your mind, I'm going to have to do all of this again because there's no way this cricket... This, that, I feel like everybody must have lost their mind. I, we had one cricket on the set of the short that became This Is The End uh-huh. for one day, and I, we all, like, fucking lost our shit. <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. Like, there'd be a great moment to be like, and then I said to him, and it, was like the fucking, and it was like the cricket was, like, waiting to fuck with us. The Did devil. you try and just hire the cricket? Sometimes people are noisy and make a lot of noise and be assholes because they just want to be paid off. Right. <laughs> in, in hindsight, we should have just been like, there's crickets Yeah, in the there's house. crickets in the movie. <laughs> just one ADR line of those damn crickets would have yeah. fixed everything. <laughs> Why didn't you get 10 seconds of cricket tone and just have that under the whole, under the whole movie? Uh, uh, silence for cricket. And that's yeah. a wrap on cricket. <laughs> just another fact of the fucked up production. You know, they, they created these robot sharks out of machine parts from a 747. These giant sharks. Which they shark. didn't have to do. No. 
not at all. And one of them went crazy and shot through the roof. <laughs> and it said it like smashed the rafters, like broke through the foundational like supports. Wait a minute. Did they put a 747 engine in the shark? Well, How I, did it shoot through the roof of the set? No, I read this. I read this that after, hang on, after this movie was done, like three out of the sharks are now being used on Southwest. <laughs> As planes. As planes, you have to uh, board a ju- shark. Just... And you can fly inside the shark's body. Just, um, just some, uh, some facts about the Roma, re- remote-controlled sharks. Had 1,000 HP engines, weighed 8,000 pounds, and could swim up to 30 miles per hour. Why? Why? Because realism was key. I, 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 I read why he did it, and he said that the, in, the, in order to beat Jaws... He needed to feel the slow motion. By the way, mission not accomplished. <laughs> he said he wanted it to be subtle and smooth and then powerful. He didn't even beat Jaws 4. He did do an homage to Jaws where the first shark dies in yeah. the way that Jaws yeah. dies in Jaws 1, and then the second shark yes. dies the same way in yeah. Jaws 2. There were the like 40 Jaws homages in this movie. Yeah. They play pretty much the Jaws theme. At the yeah. time. <laughs> On set, they would all just be like, Fuck, Jaws is good. Plate. The license plate's the same license plate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which also makes me go like, let's go back into what happened to that driver, man. This, <laughs> that driver's always yeah. dropping his car in the fucking exactly. water. <laughs> this movie had a lot of like um, action set pieces, like tension-filled moments, and then just bold-faced comedy beats. Like my man, my favorite of them is LL Cool J is like waist deep in water, and he's like, ah, ah, and there's a shark, and blah, blah, and he's like, he gets away kind of, and then there's a Playboy floating by. Wait a minute, what's this? And he like, he looks at it, he opens up to the centerfold, and he's like, ooh, goddamn, I hope I get out of this. Well, I gotta fuck the broad in this magazine. That, I think that brings us back to the weird Christian thing going on, yep. a religious thing, in that he's having a conversation with God throughout it, yes. where he rejects porno, rejects liquor, and then saves the day in the end and thanks the Lord. Yeah, yeah. It's like super bizarre. And I, then sings a song. And then sings one of the best songs ever written. Well, with the, the obvious lyrics, my hat is like a shark's fin. It's my, <clears throat> it's my favorite rap uh, told from the point of view of a shark. <laughs> um, well, by the way, LL Cool J had to kind of compete with Will Smith because Will Smith sure. is known for doing like the Jaws of uh, post-credit sequence uh, theme songs or whatever. Wild Wild West, Men in Black. I think he brought the heat. I think that I think he won yeah, that. One hundred percent, hands down. Uh, there's a fucked up moment I would like to bring up, please. Um, when the blonde-haired doctor gets bit on her crotch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Can yes! we talk about how unfathomably fucked up that is? It was and, like, not, like, not, shark. not like I, I thought about it. Like the teeth, like oh it's yeah, her crotch. No, she is getting eaten out by this shark. <laughs> He's I'm smart. So, I'm so glad He's you all reacted. And he likes now, going me, down I, on ladies. Let me explain. I don't know what that is. But I've heard the term. Did I use it right? <laughs> no. The shark is 100% going down on Jan. Jan. And, and it's got Jan. her up and out of the water like, it's a, part, like it's a SeaWorld it's a sea show. World uh, show. Uh, doc, like, do, Dr. Janice Higgins. Da, 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 dee, da, dum, da, da, da. And it's just like... And they have like a real money shot where it goes slow motion so you oh, can yeah, really... Yeah. They should have pushed in just yes. so they, we really got home. And she should have enjoyed it more. Uh, that... 
another confusing thing about this movie is sometimes the sharks really take their sweet ass time, like when they're yeah. eating out some girl, or yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like, whoosh, blah, blah. like it's like, whoa, wait, yeah. that person. Well, just sometimes got they're just hungry and they want to snarf something down. <laughs> That's when they're like, ooh, I want to, I just want a snack on a microwave. We, we, we've all been there. It's like, look, I keep a bag of almonds in the in the glove compartment yeah. just in case oh, I get gonna, stuck in traffic. I'm just gonna snack on this Rappaport. Yeah. Let me unwrap this Rappaport. Here's a, when it came to the casting of the film, do you guys feel like they wrote names on ping pong balls, put them in a bingo spinner, <laughs> and we're just like, whoa, fucking Stellan Skarsgård's gonna be in this movie? <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> Like, like I swear movie, that's like how a, they did this. Like a movie lottery, every actor in Hollywood. And you have, you have to say yes to whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That's an awesome movie. It it's was like, they call the agent, he has to call Sam Jackson. He's like, you got picked, you, man. <laughs> it's like the, the Hunger Games for movies. Yeah, you got to be in this running <laughs> Hollywood like, movie. I don't think it's good for your career either, but it's happening. <laughs> the script, I'll be honest, the script is bad, and they've just hired Rennie Harlan. So you Look, know what that means. The script means. is not that bad, even though there are eight credited writers on the first draft. It's not, we really feel like we got something. Ooh, and we've secured six boxes of crickets. Oh, one of the, you know, obviously we talked about how, you know, they changed the ending that LL Cool J uh, saves the day. And what's so funny about that at the end, too, is that his, his friend is the bird, right? You know, so like. His only he, friend in the world. Exactly. Well, so he's like he, a pariah. He's the chef. He's like, I was like, it's, it, I, it's unfortunate to make the, like, oh, I guess Sam Jackson is another black character who's powerful, but the only black guy in the crew is like Isaac the chef on the love boat. I oh, guess. Like, but, the but that, that's to be a counterpoint to how he becomes the star I and saves so. the day. But that's all It is accident. the most progressive film for black actors okay. ever made. <laughs> well, but you know but, what? Whoa, wait. Quote me but on that. Purely, sir. but purely by accident. As Rennie Harlan said after they saw the screening, he goes, yeah, after they saw that uh, Saffron Burroughs saved the day, he goes, well, in their mind, she was the bad guy. And I remember all of us sitting down and going, holy shit, we're in trouble. How do we fix this? It was my idea. I said, well, what if she dies? And LL, and LL Cool J is the hero. Everyone likes him. And yo, he was right. And, it's a pretty but straightforward like, when, filmmaking. When he saves the day, so when, he, when uh, LL Cool J kills his shark, he's like, that's my bird. And then at the end, when he saves the day, he's already said the bird line. So he goes, that's for Scoggins. But he has no relationship with Scoggins. But I also forgot who Scoggins Wait, was. who's Scoggins? Rappaport. Is that still Scarsgard? No, Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. Michael He needed some vengeance on his That's a real fuck you to jam. Yeah. You know, like, why not? That's for everybody. It's a fuck you to jam? It's a fuck you to Stellar Skateboard? Yep. Guys, get it out there. I expect, I expect to leave the second show tonight and for Stellan Skarsgård's Wikipedia page to read Stellar Skateboard. Okay? But like, everyone, you mu everyone must check it every day, so when he changes it back, you got to change it back. Again. But be, just but, for like a week. Yes, be Don't responsible. Don't be dicks about it. And make it like sometimes credited as Stellar Skateboard. <laughs> also known as Stellar Skateboard. That's um, it. Don't change his name. Just list it as an alias. <laughs> AKA. Or don't. We, we shouldn't be saying people do this. No. no. Why, no, why not? It's you to fun. Do it. It's don't fun. do it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, another little fact from the movie that I just uh, bring up uh, was that there's a lot of feet shot. It's uh, feet, like feet running around doing stuff. Oh, Quentin Tarantino had a credit on this. Uh, <laughs> 
Gross. Rennie Harlan no, goes, gross. yeah, some people say I have a foot fetish. Uh, some people goes, yeah. say. And he goes, yeah, I guess. Most, so many of the women who speak, like all I these suck on say, say I have like a Gina Davis, my ex-wife. All these people in my mirror. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he's like, He's like looking at my. He goes looking at my work. There are, are a lot of close-ups of people's feet. I don't know why I find it interesting. Little feet doing their little things. <laughs> and and when and when you watch the movie with that lens, when Saffron Burroughs is going back oh, yeah. to her waterlogged room, oh. they cut to her feet a lot. Oh yeah, and in the scene where she's on top of the table too, it keeps cutting back to her little feet, like beeping. <laughs> Oh, there's the, the scene right before she takes off the wetsuit and the shark comes into that room. She <laughs> she like backs away and then she's not sure where the shark goes. So she gets up on this table where her feet are still underwater, yeah. but she's like she's just on a table like she's seen a mouse in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. How that's not helping. The sharks anything. can smash through like steel doors. Yeah, she's standing on like a work desk. Yeah, it's a big. It's a good work desk. Uh, it's built to last. It's not Ikea bullshit. <laughs> Wait, do you have sta- um, Sam Jackson's death uh, Oh, do I? Death of course. Scene? I mean, the best Because this thing is in pretty spectacular. No, no matter what anyone thinks about this film, this is one of the greatest scenes in cinema uh, history. I 100%. And what if one of the things I think about this film is that it is not? <laughs> and you and I have a problem, and I sir. was genuinely pleasantly surprised by this beat. Um, well, this is like, you, did you never see this before? No, I'd never seen this And you movie. didn't know this happened? No, oh, not at all. Oh, oh, awesome. Oh, no, no I had no idea, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I saw this in the theater when it came out, and seeing it Brag. by yourself at home is a much different experience. And it was like my the production of my house was played with a box of crickets. <laughs> all right, here we go. Classic scene. One of the greatest scenes in cinema history, according to some. Nature can be lethal. But it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. First, we're going to seal off this I gotta say, the first time I saw this movie, my immediate thought when that happened is, how is he gonna get out of this? <laughs> I genuinely thought he was gonna get out of it somehow. There's a great thing on the, the DVD commentary of this. Samuel Jackson does the commentary, but as soon as he gets killed, he leaves. <laughs> like, all right, bye, I'm out. <laughs> he literally goes, Wow. Um, and somebody else, uh, <laughs> this is a, check this out too. Wait, 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 wait. Did he say anything about fucking Ronnie Cox <laughs> in the boardroom scene? <laughs> Say he was Just electric. Like he's my he cousin. Was the best. The best. Um, this is a, also the, the idea of like some sw- some of these are really sexy, uh, like uh, wetsuits, wet yeah. And some are not, like this one, the sleeveless. These normal, but then she's got like a deep V. Why would yeah. you ever need a deep V in a in a well, wetsuit? Is that the zipper? Is that the zipper open? Maybe. Yeah, but why does her zipper in the front and nobody else? Yeah. Does? <laughs> 
Why? Yes. It's a good, the good question. question is why is there such variety of whips? Yeah. Right. It's not like they yeah. spent all their money on that and had nothing left for the air masks. Did maybe? Did everyone bring their own wetsuit from Custom home? Wetsuit. From yeah. Home. yeah. That might be it. She has a bespoke wetsuit. <laughs> a Savile Row wetsuit. Yeah. Let, let's get into the crowd because I'm sure you guys have some questions that are are worthy. Of, I can give you guys some stuff. You have good questions. I'll give you some stuff. Let's see. All right. Oh, right here. Large in charge, right in front. Okay, what do we got? All right. Well, not large. All right, what's your, all right, what's your name? What would, you, what would you call this movie? And then what's your question? Wow, you have notes. Look at these notes. Good notes. All right, here we go. So my name's Whitney. I would call the movie Jaw Rassic Park. Ooh. Very good, very good. And I like that. I am... I had to follow through with you because the, the religious theme was very strong throughout. And oh, I'm so you... fucking stupid it took 21 times no. for me to fucking realize it. I was no. just like, these deaths are rad no, until this one. Did you, then there was also a scene in the beginning before he even smokes the cigarette that she gives him this ridiculous facial expression. She's like, the marine biologist, right? So then can we talk about the hip-hop prayer at the end with LL Cool J? I do have that. We can listen to I, it. I end every fucking night with a hip-hop prayer ever uh, since I saw this movie. Me I'll, and my I'll wife play. get together. She does the beat. I do the words. <laughs> let's, let's play the hip-hop prayer. Just uh, sure. why not? Uh, this is, uh, why not indeed? Okay. <laughs> Cool J puts out his hands. Who wouldn't want to die like this? Let me go and walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Because I carry a big stick, and I'm the meanest motherfucker in the valley. Two sharks down, Lord. One demon fish to go. Can I get it? Amen. Amen. I can't hear you. Come on, let's amen. go. Amen. Amen. Give me an amen. 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 Like, if you were on your deathbed and he came in and held your hand and that happened... You would come back from the dead. <laughs> Probably. Uh, that was, it was so impressive, but in contrast to his like video that he made at the end where he was like... Oh, his will? Um, yeah, his yeah. will. Yeah. God also wants him to get with a lot of hot girls. Did you, did you get your full question out? I did. I did. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you this, the room, the definitive guide. Someone gave that to us. <laughs> give that to and, you. And, yo, I want to tell you one quote from the movie on your topic, which yeah. is the Stellan Skarsgård character says, what, someone says to him, what in God's creation? He goes, not his, ours. <laughs> no one seemed like they wanted to be doing this science project. Yeah. Like, they all no, were one, no one was on board with it. Yeah. Except half the burrows. <laughs> They really they hated, hated her. her. Um, all right, here we go. What's your name, the title of the movie that you would have, and uh, your question? Um, my name is Daphne. I was my just going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Please get out of my way. Um, my title would be Jawsheimers. Whoa, great. Um, so my question is, what would you think about if... Uh, the scientist, Saffron, British lady. Yeah. Uh, Fucking she, Brits. She was Rooting giving, science. She was giving herself the Alzheimer's medication, wanting her brain to grow big, but it made her evil. 
And then she commanded the sharks to kill everybody. Wait, you think that might have happened in the movie, Jim? <laughs> that would have been a better... If she was telepathically controlling them... Jim, get you're, out of the audience and get on stage. <laughs> I'm going to give you a very special How Did This Get Made June sticker for that question. For best June question of the night, Daphne. Jason, you're... Jason's right. June dar is out of control tonight. <laughs> I really miss June. June is controlling her from her, <laughs> from her compound in Florida, <laughs> shooting questions to us. All right. Yes, sir. Your name, your title, and your question. Uh, my name is Sammy. Title would be uh, Planet of the Sharks. <laughs> uh, my question, so... Which is just Earth, really. <laughs> it's true. There's lots of sharks. We acknowledge Earth. that uh, Michael Rappaport went to college at Caltech for four years. And he is also the same one who, when asked how big the uh, fences were, he said eight feet, give or take one centimeter. Which, <laughs> I, had a huge, I had a huge problem with that piece of dialogue because not only does it conflict with imperial and metrics, it's just, why would it matter if it was a centimeter or not higher? And that was my big issue. See, you got into the science of it much about metrics. I'm going to give you a sticker for that question. All right. I have to dig one out. I'll come back to you. Get, you'll get a sticker. All right. Anyone else have a question over here? I'm going to go over on the other side. Make it fair. Okay. Guys, you guys are bringing the heat with these questions. All right. Here we go. Sir, what's your question? Well, first of all, Dustin. Dustin, yes. Oh, sorry. Oh! Give, him, give him his fucking time. I am sorry. Whoa! Dustin, I'm Whoa! sorry. Oh, Paul, are you going to take that? Hey, guy. Get him out of here. Hey. Get him the fuck out of here. Hey, guy, we didn't ask your goddamn name. We asked what's your question. Don't get cocky. All right, Dustin. What's your name? Who would you have cast as the lead of this film if you could cast anyone? And what's your question? Ooh, uh, the, the lead? The lead. The <laughs> Thomas Jane role. You I mean, cast the supporting it. roles I've certainly filled out in my mind. <laughs> I would have cast Barry Pepper in the Michael Rappaport role because I like the chemistry. Pepper. Uh, you want to recreate the HBO uh, Yankees movie with Barry Pepper? <laughs> You're a real pepperhead, aren't you? All right, what's your question? The question, of course, is how did you guys miss the cold open nip slip for the. Oh, wait, are you Mr. Skin? Bikini? Are you Mr. Skin? Mr. Justin Skin? Clear nip slip. In the Who's nip slip? I don't see the if nip slip. If you were watching the women, you weren't paying attention. Lady in the pink attention. bikini. It's Is that what's written on your paper? It's a clear nip slip. <laughs> and then like a he wrote, yeah. He goes in, like, in red marker. A right here it says slip. pea slip, pink bikini. And then like oh, a, nip slip. Okay, got an it. areola is drawn in his paint. In his <laughs> I feel like he's pulling into us into a sexual fantasy right now where he gets to <laughs> say something. By the way, I'm himself. on board. Well, we'll go back and watch it. All right, sir. Your name, uh, and who would you cast as the lead of the movie? And you can't use Barry Pepper. Oh, and also, who do you think the lead of the movie is currently? <laughs> because I would like to know. <laughs> the shark, right? <laughs> He's on the poster. Uh, my name is Hector. Uh, I think maybe Ice-T instead of LL Cool J. Why not? Wait, as the lead? Decent, decent idea. Lead, right? All right, all right. So you want to replace LL Cool J? You want to take the most interesting character out and or okay? All right, interesting, interesting call. Hey, that bird better I, shut I was up. Just 
You better shut up, uh, Bert. Iced tea and cocoa? Iced tea is here. I don't like this bird, what he's saying to me. <laughs> shut up, bird. What a rude bird. <laughs> I was just wondering if anyone had made the connection between Michael Rappaport's name and the fact that he gets torn apart and that you could call him Michael ripped apart. Very good pun work. Boo! I'm gonna take Boo! a sticker. I'm taking a sticker no back sticker from someone. For you. I'm taking a sticker back. All right, sir. <laughs> your name. You, you, you treat your audience like children in a preschool. <laughs> <laughs> well, if uh, they're gonna act like it. <laughs> your name, your lead of the movie, and uh, <laughs> and your question. Yeah, uh, my name's Adam. Uh, I would replace uh, Tom Jane with John Travolta. Ooh, dope idea. I'm into that. I'm Absolutely. on board 100%. Yes. And I feel like let's, Kurt let's Russell Let's throw definitely. Barry Pepper in for what's his name, and we've got a Battlefield Earth uh, <laughs> sequel. Uh, I was wondering if anyone noticed the scene where they put the shark brain goo onto the human brain. Um, the lightning still, in a bottle scene? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Stellan Skarsgård just... Stellar skateboard. Uh, as soon as... <laughs> Stellar skateboard. As soon as he, um... Like, they see, oh, the blinking light, it's a success. He plants this deep kiss on the blonde doctor. Jen. Oh, no, Out they... Out of nowhere, they, and it's just like... No, they were fucking. It was they're involved. Oh, I didn't... She was very, involved. very mad at the other girl for getting her boyfriend murdered. Yeah. And that was kind of oh, like a subplot. She doesn't like his smoking. Look, when you're on a disused torpedo loading station from the Second World War, which you're not gonna... a lot of people know, that's you do that a lot. Yeah, there, there's hookups that are going to occur. Yeah, that's what well, happens. I assumed everyone on that was having sex with everyone. Right? I'm going to give you, but a... mostly with Stellar Skateboard. I gave him a wet blood fart sticker. Uh, all right, from one of our. Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna it's go... such a good one. You. Uh... Who can tell me what episode that's from? Thank you. <laughs> okay, here we go. You fucking your name. <laughs> your name, your title of the film, and uh, any questions? I'm Maddie. Um, my title would be Jurassic Shark. Nice. Yeah, and my question is... What was hers? It was similar, right? Jaw Rascal. Jaw? Um, and my question is... <laughs> Good punch You said up. that like Jaw Rascal was shit and yours is incredible. <laughs> Fight, fight, I'll be in the fight, parking lot fight, outside fight, later. Fight, um, My question is, uh, if uh, the sharks from Sharknado and the sharks from uh, Deep Blue Sea had to fight, which one would win? They wouldn't get in a fucking tornado in the first place. Yeah, these are too smart. <laughs> Two-parter, though. Who would you want to be your shark killer? Um, Ian Ziering or... Uh, uh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Ooh, who would you want to save you? I'm still you? gonna take Michael Caine from Jaws 4. <laughs> a good one. You'll get something too. You'll get a... We've done a lot of sharks movies. <laughs> the most, the God's original killing machine. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. What right. are the stats on shark movies? Still just the one good one? Uh, <laughs> I think so. In all of cinema history. I think that's probably true, right? You guys are really bringing the great questions. Uh, I'm going to go get one or two more. Here we go. All right. Here you go. Your name, your lead that you would like to see in this movie, and your question. My name is Lydia. I would say Kevin Bacon is the lead. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good yeah. Point. yeah. Um, my question is, did anyone else notice that Thomas Jane is doing this all as like a work release? Like he's on parole? Yeah, we didn't talk about that. 
Ew, an odd, an odd specific that pays off in no way whatsoever. Like he, he was just smuggling. So that doesn't even help. Smuggling. Like at the end, it wasn't like, oh yeah, this is what I used to do. Like the smuggler. We never found out why he could ride sharks either. Yeah. And yet that's the first time he did it, I was like, I wonder if he'll do this again. And, surprise, surprise, he does. But I, why does he care? Like when he, when he swims to get the license plate out of the shark's mouth, like who cares? I agree 100% with that. That's a big fat who cares. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Paul. Here we go. Your name, your title, and your question, go. My name is Callie. My title is Sharkquatica. Ooh, nice, different. <laughs> and my question is, was it doubling as a jet fuel storage facility? Because the explosions that happened there <laughs> were like epic, like if, to if the you... sky. And they happened many, many times with giant fireballs every single time. It was like one of those things like when you go to Universal Studios, like this is how we make movies. Yeah. Here's a giant wave and an explosion. <laughs> Miami Vice stunt show, Waterworld Spectacular. It's like Waterworld Spectacular, really. Yeah. But that Waterworld Spectacular is spectacular. Oh, it's amazing. actually pretty good. That it's is, it is actually incredible. pretty good. <laughs> that's why it won Best yeah, Live Show. No joke. No joke. Brought to you by Waterworld Spectacular. <laughs> but if, if you watch that sequence again, no matter how dumb it is, one thing lights one thing that lights the next that hits the tank. They put a lot of pointless effort into that. But they did, they did, uh, they did do that thing where they turn the wheel that says fuel shut off. Uh, so where's the fuel coming from? All right, I think, I think we got all the good questions. I feel like, all right, one more, one more, and we'll see. We'll make it worth it. Who's really confident in their questions? Wow, you're confident. Oh, All right, man. he's so confident. Up. He's this guy is he's really confident. confident. Yeah. He's I mean, really confident. Guy, real guy I want you, you. You have an out right now. I want you to really think about this. <laughs> I on. feel like you. You say that when you're having sex too. I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. I, I got this. I got this. I got this. Uh oh, right. I'm sorry. I lost my confidence. I was wrong. I was wrong. I am so sorry. All right, here we go. I called you an Uber. Because you're so confident, I'll let you choose if you want to do a title or an a, a star of the movie. And you're, all right, so here we go. Your name, and you, you pick. Okay, name is Ryan. Title would be Birthday Chums. Ooh. <laughs> birthday Chums. Birthday, birthday Chums, because chum is what you use to get in the water and sure, Saffron Burroughs' birthday well is That's that day. Title. So I had the, the birthday Who's, for Saffron Burroughs. It was her birthday? Yeah. yeah. That birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, on Netflix, this is under the category birthday movies. <laughs> birthday chums. I like birthday chums. All right, so far, so good. You're hitting, hitting it out of the park. It's a twofer. My question is, why does it matter that it's her birthday? <laughs> That's a good question. I think in an attempt to make her likable, right? I think so, too. I oh. think it's, it makes her seem human. I think there was a cut of the movie that didn't have that scene, and people thought she might be an alien. <laughs> or, or sharks got so smart they turned into women. <laughs> I'm going to give you a How Did This Get Made sticker and a book about nachos. <laughs> okay. I actually bet you they did that because they were just like, we need a party. Yeah. Well, they need that. <laughs> and they what need... a party they provided. <laughs> they needed that kick-ass scene between LL Cool J and Sam Jackson where he talked about the avalanche. That's yep. what happens in that yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so obviously we had an opinion about this movie, but now it is time for a second opinion. These are... These are five-star reviews um, that were listed on Amazon. On, on IMDb, it has 50% from critics and like four and a half out of five from fans. I, I believe me. Look, this is a classic film. And every one of these reviews, by the way, pretty much includes this phrase. Sorry, Jaws. 
like, um, they all slammed. Like, I don't mean to slam Jaws, but this is the best shark. Yo, I saw Jaws one and a half times, and I saw this 21, so I'm with these motherfuckers. <laughs> all right, so um, I feel sorry for you, Jaws. Here's one right here. It goes, um, action movie, and it has LL Cool J? Enough said. This is a cool action movie, and the science is just a plus. Five stars. <laughs> hey, man, you want to go see that cool action movie? I don't know. There's science in it. I'm in. Uh, this is from Richard R. Brown, uh, a.k.a. The Deer Hunter. <laughs> Says, sharks, at, all in caps, sharks and dinosaurs are my thing, and this is the best shark movie I have. I have watched it over and over again and over and over and again. It makes Jaws 1 through 4 look like guppy movies. Whoa, too far, dear dear hunter. How dare you use the G word. Uh, Okay, and then uh, this is another one that I really like here uh, from S Ranch 60. A.K.A. Citizen King. (laughs) This is the best shark movie ever. Jaws is weak children's G-rated material compared to this vicious, raw, brutal, blood-soaked movie. These sharks are killers. Dude, great movie. The best way to watch this movie is on a big Sony Wega TV when it's dark out. Yowza, bite me. Five stars. Wow. And, I, need uh, to, I need to, like, sign off more emails. Yowza, bite me. Yeah. Yowza, bite me, Jason. And, uh, and I'll read this one because it made no sense to me. This is from Jack uh, V. Carlisle, electronics entrepreneur. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Jack V. Carlisle, electronics entrepreneur. Oh, I'm just creating my Amazon profile to be able to write reviews. Uh, Are this... you the person who makes uh, economic decisions for the household? <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is the entire review. I read it a few times. Starts off with, but give him or her just a nibble, even though they want the whole steak. Swim for your life. Get out of the water. Five-star review. Is that, Paul, is that a haiku? It could. But give him slash her just a nibble, even though they want the whole steak. Swim for your life. Get out of the water. It's not a haiku. Not a haiku. Do you guys understand the first two lines? Because I do not. No. I don't understand it. Who's giving who a nipple that, for what? I don't, I don't know if he's saying give the shark a Wait, nipple. Wait, is this his nipple? This guy with the <laughs> nip slip nipple? Is that what this is about? Maybe it is. Maybe it should have been nipple. What could the missing sentence be? <laughs> but it starts I'm high with, on acid. Yeah, because it starts, it starts with but. No one's arguing with you. No, Richard I would B. Carlyle, electronics say that 95% of people writing reviews on Amazon think someone's arguing with them. <laughs> right. They're coming from a defensive I'll show place. you, Mary. Well, <laughs> I did not care for this book. Dude, yowza. Well, we already know, I think, Evan, where you stand, which is you would, you would watch this movie. You would recommend people I watch it. I will literally movie. fight anyone in the alley who doesn't fucking respect this film. Uh-oh. This is the greatest movie. Everything I make is dog shit. Everything you guys make is dog shit compared to this. <laughs> this is the greatest movie in the fucking world, and I will watch it a hundred times before I die. <laughs> Paul, would you recommend this movie? No. <laughs> Jason. 
Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was so. It was like real, real stupid fun. Yeah, I would recommend it as well. Now we're gonna do something. If, I don't know if this will work for the people at home, so you can opt to tune out. But I don't oh, think but how about this for the people at home? How about you go straight fuck yourself? Yeah, great. Before, before we end the show, uh, Evan brought this to my attention. I've never seen this video before. And I think and, and you can guess how many times I've fucking seen it. <laughs> I think it's worth talking about the LL Cool J song and the video that accompanies it. Are you going to so. play the whole video? you got to play the whole thing. I feel I've like never we seen should, the... right? Why not? Yeah, I mean, I've I'm never just... seen the video. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. it is I've heard good. the song, I've never the seen the video. The ending is the best part. Don't leave before it ends. All right, so we'll, we'll, we're going to talk about it. We're going to watch it. Here we go. Uh, and at home, sit back and listen. And, try and of to... course, the song title, Deepest oh. Bluest, My Hat is Like a Shark. Oh. My hat is like a shark yeah. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark spin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark spin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark spin. You know the words rap along. My hat is like a shark spin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark spin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark spin. Man made terror, hundred jaws of death. They couldn't afford to remove the cable. I caught you to sink down forty thousand leagues. With no arms or short sleeves My world's deep blue what Killers gotta eat too Looking for human flesh To rip my teeth through Other fish in the sea But barracudas ain't equal To a half-human predator <laughs> Created by a needle Jet black eyes Baby, they stare while you sleep A little time tap you sleep I'm the one you go to It would turn into shark eyes They surround my team All you see is trails of blood Either God won't intervene Nightmares of darkness oh. My appetite is heartless oh. Even if we related You eliminated regardless In the deep blue Underwater world you want to get up and dance, like you can. Yeah, no, 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 no
ships, eels, and socks, gun, huh? Fish that glow in the dark, the top. So badly wish the shark started to dance. Storms, your blood is so warm, your life vest is soft, and that turns me on. Killer for centuries, the goddy of the deep. In the next millennium, I'm still gonna creep. Sand under my belly, Paul, what would you have played in the fake orchestra on this you know they can just act as they have instruments thrust in their hands. That's the first underwater rap. Watch this, watch this. Amazing. LL Cool J has turned into a shark. The double platinum Warner Brothers record hit. It is a great. Uh, he, look at him. Shark. Oh, you see this guy? This guy's a little creepy. Michael Rappaport gets a little. Gotta end it with Scoggins. The music video does give you most of the movie in like a real quick digestible yeah. format. Yeah. It really does spoil does a majority the, yeah. of the movie. But not in order. No. I, I think they deduced they were going to make more money off the shark fin song than the movie and just like threw it all in there. Why say the ocean is haunted? That's not a part of the movie at all. You don't think that there's tons of ocean creatures with unfinished business? By the way... It's just like there's just spectral fish... Yeah, just, just there's hanging ghost people, around. Like, By the way, that would be a great sequel. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, it's all the ghost sharks. Yeah. yeah uh, and that they, you know, it's like they're trying to build uh, you know, Aquatica again, and the ghost sharks, and you can't kill ghost sharks. They oh, already no, dead. you can't. <laughs> <laughs> and but then what? you can bring back every character from this one. <laughs> just, How do you get a ghost live. shark with a ghost? <laughs> they just always are living in this cycle of just being chased. <laughs> Their spirits are just chasing each other for eternity. Yeah, they are. Be, it's like they are being punished, like 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 Sisyphus. <laughs> they are just or whatever. They're just in a constant battle with these sharks. Oh my God, that that video is amazing. Um, uh, now, Paul, you have uh, very exciting news, right? Because yes. you have, okay, well, let's talk about this. Coming uh, April first. Coming April first, I'm going to have uh, a, a new podcast on Earwolf. Ooh, very exciting. Yeah. What can you What can you tell us about it? I know it's a it's a kind of a top secret thing, but what can you tell us about it? It is called. I don't know why that it's top secret, <laughs> um, but it's called Spontaneous Nation. It is uh, it is improv based. Uh, it's everything as uh, I'm doing things differently in the way I usually do them, which is tons and tons of production that uh, causes me great stress and anguish. And um, this is something that's all completely in the moment. There's, I, I, I improvise a monologue, and then I'll have uh, a guest that we do a free-form interview, and then me and some improvisers do a long-form narrative uh, improv, just tell one story over the course of the second half of the show. Do, you, do you write the story at all? In, like, it's completely have, written out. But, oh, okay. <laughs> is there like a theme that guides you? No, we get a we get a question from uh, uh, the previous guest mm -hmm. that starts off the interview, and then the the guest on that episode will give us um, uh, a location, and that's all we have to go on, and then we go from that's there. That's awesome. So yeah. the whole thing improvised. I'm gonna whole stop watching improvised. this one and just go straight. I know, to yeah, that really. One. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. So April first, that comes out uh, on Earwolf, and you know how to figure that out. If you're listening to this, you can figure that out. Evan, what, what do you want to plug anything? Uh. Nah, not really. Okay. I mean, I'm making Neighbors 2. All right, that's exciting. Very exciting. Unless you didn't like Neighbors 1. But, uh, yeah, just All right, working great. on that. And you can follow you on Twitter, right? 
Uh, you can. I but since you, the, there was a thing with North Korea, oh, I kind right, of right, backed yeah. off Twitter for a little. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna kind of cool it on the social media and generally going outside for a few more months. <laughs> uh, all right, Jason, what do you want to uh, plug? I don't know. Um. Oh, boy. You, you might be in Neighbors 2, so plug it. Oh, yeah, Neighbors 2. Dr. Theodrakis will, I'm sure, make another appearance. Um, uh, yeah, no, this podcast? All right, great, yeah. This one? So if you've made it to the end of this podcast, I would like to plug it again. Go back and listen to this episode of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's already out at yep. the time you're listening oh, to yeah, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a veil. Yeah, you can definitely get it. And you're in it. You're definitely in I don't the... know if I'm still in the episode. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and of course, follow me on Twitter. Uh, you follow, yeah, don't follow Jason on Twitter. Not on Twitter. Uh, I will plug uh, Fresh Off the Boat, a show that I'm uh, doing right now on ABC. Uh, super oh, fun show. I, I do have a plug. Yeah. I do have a plug. I did an episode of Community that's going to come on Yahoo. Oh, great. I want to give uh, a big shout out to all the people that help us with this show. Of course, uh, Nate Kiley, Avril Halley, uh, July Diaz, and of our new theme song creator, Cleve Speak and Haru. I don't know if I pronounced that at all correctly. Probably not. Uh, thank you guys for coming. See you next time. Thank Bye. You. At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.